Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, you're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast. If you like going into the outdoors, camping with your family, or maybe you're building a new wheeling rig, you've come to the right place. Thanks for tuning in. Keep following along. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. We're back, everybody. Mobile, mobile podcast uh, studio. I'm really liking these mobile things. We just we should just start putting signs on the side of the rigs, like, "Hey, do you want to be on our podcast?" And just big up strangers. Yeah, podcast in progress. Podcast in progress. I'm not gonna lie though, I kind of like it better when I drive instead of you. Like, <laughs> there's no fear for life. <laughs> fear for life, or or you sitting there going, "Boy, is he turning here?" Why, why did we straight. almost run into the person in front of us and get rear-ended at the same time? How did that? <laughs> okay, that lady on? had like 10 feet in front of her, and she stopped in the middle of the intersection. Hey, we all. Know all I'm hearing is excuses. Uh, it's I choose life. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, welcome back, everybody. We are in one of our favorite vehicles, cruising around Spokane in Howitzer. Thought we'd uh, do a little mobile podcast for you guys. Yeah, it's another it's another beautiful day out in the Northwest. It is odd weather. It keeps changing from rain to sun to overcast. So that's probably good. Howitzer could use a little bath. Yeah. There's, there's some leftover red sand. Yeah, a little leftover Moabs and sand hollows. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in. If it's your first time finding us, <clears throat> don't go anywhere. Check us out. We got all sorts of fun stuff um, on our previous episodes. We kind of cover everything and anything outdoors, whether it's wheeling, side-by-sides, camping, um, adventures, hiking, you name it, we cover it. Um, so this this episode is going to kind of come in line with that non-vehicular. Yep. Non-vehicular episode coming up. Um, another cool thing we just started doing is we partnered up with uh, Waypoint TV. Waypoint. 
So you guys can go to waypointtv.com, and they've got all sorts of cool stuff. You can check out their podcasts. Um, if you guys are into the outdoors, chances are you're probably into fishing or hunting or hiking or other adventurous type things, and they've got a whole bunch of podcasts there that I'm, you can check out. I have no doubt that Kevin Costner is on Kevin, Kevin Costner, listen, folks, whatever we got to do to get Mr. Casey on the podcast. Yeah. If any of you guys listening know Kevin Costner's people, we'd love to talk to him about his sweet tundra that he built or the potential for a water world, too. <laughs> yeah. Or who knows? Maybe Howie needs to do a, you know, a cameo in Yellowstone. Just saying. Bingo. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Kevin Costner, we've got so many questions, so many awesome ideas. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, Howie could take a whole different approach to getting to the train station. <laughs> I mean, he can't be that busy. What has he got going on? Yeah, seriously. This is a cool little, you know, just when you think it's a water bottle, how interesting can it be? They thought of everything. They came out with something like this. And totally blew our minds. <laughs> it's awesome. The other thing that's really cool with Model Outdoors is you can completely customize your water bottle to your specifications. So if you want the whole package, you can get all-inclusive, everything that comes with it. Or if you have a specific purpose, like you want to use it as a hydration pack, or like the attachment Cooper just grabbed, which is the shower attachment, oh, yeah. uh, you can customize your model water bottle to however you see fit. So... If you guys want the ultimate in hydration and portable water, make sure you go to Model Outdoors. That's M-O-D-L Outdoors.com. Use coupon code AOP10, and boom, you just got 10% off your order. What? And guess what? You order the water bottle and you decide you want to get some of these other awesome upgrades, go back, use that same coupon code, you'll get another 10% off your order. Get out of here. True story. So, if you guys want to stay hydrated... Out on the trail. Oh, I think you need to say it like it is. So if you don't want to die. <laughs> if you don't want to die, go to Model Outdoors, M-O-D-L, outdoors.com. Use coupon code AOP10. Get 10% off your order. Making hydration great again. Um, so, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, today we're going to talk, like you said, a little non-vehicular stuff. Non-vehicular. Um, we always talk about what we're liking to do, what builds are currently going on. Uh, well, what does everyone like to do when they get where they're going? Yeah, what, what do you do once you get there is the question today. Um, and I think there's there's all sorts of different different answers to it, obviously, because yeah. whether you're going with your family or by yourself, but... Uh, that's it's kind of seems like that's where all the memory or a lot of the memories are made um, when you, once you get there. So, yeah, if you've got the longer trips, I know uh, I made it a point this last um, trip to uh, Sand Hollow and Moab to get out and uh, do a few things. And, yes, you uh, did. Boy, I, I covered some ground. Yeah, yeah, you got out there and and used uh, your little two horse horse powers. Well, it's probably more than two horsepower. <laughs> but yeah, I was in two-wheel drive in the old, the old hiking mode there, doing a, a few things. We uh, we were in Sand Hollow for a week, and uh, we're getting done with uh, wheeling stuff about you know by two, three o'clock in the afternoon, and that left me plenty of time to go and and see some things. You know, some of the stuff that I enjoy. Um, 
doing one, the, the physical aspect of getting out and hiking is always uh, enjoyable, always a lot of fun. But then on top of it, you know, you get to see the places that you can't go yeah. with a vehicle. Right. And uh, sharing those. And I tell you, it was my first time going to Zion. Yeah, that's what you were saying. It was pretty epic. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's not a hidden hidden gem anymore. There were a lot a lot of people there, so right. Patience is uh, is definitely the the key, but it was it was well worth it for the stuff that I I did get to see. Well, that's um, awesome. And I tell you, that whole area, St. George and uh, Sand Hollow and like Hurricane. Um, and Zion, there are so many good hikes out there. And then even on the way there, um, a few of them I kind of like logged in my noggin to go back and uh, and check out at some point in time. Right. Maybe figure out how I can work a camp campsite into uh, getting to uh, town. But uh, yeah, if you're you're ever in uh, Zion and uh, looking for some good stuff. Um, Emerald Pools hike is really, really cool. I mean, at one point in time, it's, I, I don't, I think it's sandstone, but whatever it is, the rock wall, it was all carved out and there was like a waterfall coming down over the edge of it. And you hike, it's not like a super huge hike. I think it works out to be about three miles overall. Um, but uh, you, you cover some elevation and you get to a higher elevation pool that probably has a waterfall that's 500 feet long. No kidding. And it it was it was pretty killer. That's so awesome. And it it lives up to the name Emerald Pools. I mean, they're a green color and it's it's super pretty. But they've also got um, in St. George. There's a, a quick little hike called the Scout Cave, which is just this huge hole in a full rock wall that you can you can hike up to. It's kind of a interesting one because you you hike like through a wash that goes through a neighborhood to get there. It, it was pretty neat, well worth it. And then uh, um, Red Reef, just north of town, um, that one was another good one. And then just anywhere out there, I mean, if you are you decide you want to start hiking, you know, all of it's a lot of fun. But, you know, you get to base camp, even up here in North Idaho, there are a few hikes that are really good that you end up at like fire lookout towers they don't allow oh, yeah. rings to go up to and um or little hidden waterfalls that are pretty pretty rad so like doing the research on the uh, area that you're heading to is is always kind of paramount so you don't miss out on something that could be you know a great life experience and, and especially when you have kids involved oh man because it's it's one thing for us at, at the age we're at now to experience something new and and see it, but man, everything, everything leaves such an impression on them. And, and I think anytime you get them out doing something physical that's not, you know, sitting in front of a a TV or a a tablet or, or something along those lines, it's always a win. And and I don't, I I know your kids are a lot like like mine when it comes to getting out there and doing yeah. that. Like I, I don't ever get any complaints. They are super stoked about the adventure and it could be yep. like the littlest thing ever, but it leaves a big lasting impression, bigger than you expect. So it's one of those things that uh, uh, I enjoy doing it, if for no other reason than the reaction of my kids. Right. And you never know too, with a lot of these places, um, if, if you don't do the research, perfect example, my last trip to 
to Moab, yeah, Moab for EJS with you. We were cruising around. We thought we were leading people on a trail, but we were really just getting them more lost. Um, that was awesome. But, <laughs> but you you pulled over and you're like, have you ever been here? Said, no. And what was the place called? Can't remember. Uh, oh yeah, we were looking for the pickle. The pickle, but the place we stopped to walk through. Oh, I forget the name of that Cheek. walk. Cheek. No. I I couldn't tell you. You know the tunnel though. That yeah. So, yeah oh yeah, yeah. The the. Oh gosh, yeah. It's got. I can't remember the name <laughs> of it. It's so cool though. Yeah, I mean Man, it's it, what is. 100, 100 feet? Yeah, not not long. even not even a two-minute walk from where you park your vehicle. You, can't, you cannot see it where you park. Cave that goes straight through the rock mountain. Yeah, just this, this triangular-shaped tunnel that literally goes straight through yeah. to the point where when you're in the very center of it, you can see daylight, but it's pitch black. You can just barely see your hand in front of your face. Totally. Um, and then it opens up to this huge, like, rock bowl that's, uh, it, it just looked killer. And we, and it's funny, too, because I think the majority of, of the people that were there had, had been to Moab countless times. And never been there. And never been there. And it took two minutes out of the day to go walk through it, and it, it turned out to be the highlight of the day. Yeah. Um, Our wild goose chase. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. And, uh, I, I mean, yeah, it had, had you not done any research or, or known about it. Right. Um, you, you might have missed the experience. Right, right. So not, not everything is has got to be a huge 6, 8, 10-mile hike. No. I mean, there's a lots of really cool stuff just off the path well-traveled. Yeah. Get to it. Well, and then mountain bike trails. Oh, man. Man, Moab is riddled with them. Holy smokes. There are so many good mountain bike trails. Right. Um, and getting out and seeing things there again. These are these are things that are in areas that you you can't go with a vehicle. So to get out and and do something uh, physical and get to see some terrain that you wouldn't get to see if you were solely in the rig. I mean, it, it's these vehicles that at least the the way we try and build them is is they are um, transportation devices for for making memories. So yeah, we can go do stuff with the rig and. That's always awesome, but we can also use it as a tool to get us to um, where we're going to build these memories and have that fun. Right, and so some of the coolest overlooks I've ever been to, and the, the most amazing views. You, you, like you said, you can't get to them by by vehicle. Yeah, you, you get, get close. You got to put in a little bit of work. Yeah, um, and I think one of the one of the most the highlights for me that I look forward to on every single overnight trip, no matter who I'm with, even if I'm solo or with the family, is a really awesome raging fire. Oh, yeah. It doesn't get much better than the campfire. No. No, and then uh, waking up the next day smelling like campfire. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. Your, your whole vehicle smells like campfire. Yeah, Dr. Squatch really needs to come out with that as a, uh, a flavor. Dr. Squatch. Come on. Campfire. Campfire soap. Campfire. Let's go, guys. I know you can do it. The, that smoke smell just lingers in my beard for, like, days and days. Okay, you just made it weird. <laughs> Show hands. <laughs> Who thinks Kyle just made it weird? It's If you got a beard, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you go to do something, and it, your beard just fluffs out a little bit of that fire campfire smoke. Yeah, and if you're an Ewok, your whole body... <laughs> Oh man, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. 
I, you know, some of some of the highlights from the past, like Memorial Day, is always a big one, right? Um, for camping uh, with the the kids, and I we usually get into a riveting game of uh, kickball. Oh, nice! Which uh, that one's always fun, and it's crazy how you can you can have like the littlest, simplest thing, and it is like you'll spend hours, <laughs> hours doing it. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're calling timeouts and drawing up plans. Yeah, I tell you, it's terrible, though, for me, because <laughs> I think I get a little too competitive. And I tell you what, geez, I don't care what your age is. You're going down, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, with me, the latest thing with me and my kids that they are starting to love, and I'm terrible at it, I will be completely honest, and I, I'm a work in progress, but they're really into the spooky campfire stories. Oh yeah, and uh, the, those have been been pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's the scariest topic you've come up with? Well, I haven't come up with the scary stuff, but my father-in-law, who spent like 22 years in the Marine Corps, oh yeah, does Well, that's a whole different level of. <laughs> he just doesn't. Did the hold kids back. come away from camp with PTSD. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> night I read. He doesn't hold back. They're like, can we have a scary story? And he's like, this I one got time. one for you. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, I'm getting a little worried here. No, um, we're good. So. The campfire brings out my Agent Orange. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is going to be a doozy. Hang on tight. So they do not like to sleep in their own tents when we go camping with yeah. them. <laughs> they sleep with mom and dad. Yeah, that might be the reason why I haven't I haven't jumped into that because I, I I like how my kids have no problem walking off to their tent by themselves <laughs> exactly. and just going to bed. Oh yeah, <laughs> I had the funniest thing though. It, it was like two nights ago. Um, my daughter was reading. We were reading a book. She was getting ready to go to bed, and I immediately thought about uh, you and Brian. It was uh, in this book. They were talking about monsters in your bed, and she looks over at me and she goes. You don't believe in monsters, do you, Dad? And I was like, oh, no. no I work with two of them every day. No. <laughs> I go, no, there's no such thing as monsters. She looks at her book and then looks at Max, look back at me and goes, but but there is Sasquatch, right? I was like, of course there's Sasquatch. <laughs> is, Sasquatch is Sasquatch considered a monster? No, no. She, she was just saying, but Sasquatch is real. I say, oh, yeah, Sasquatch is real. She goes, yeah, I know, because I've seen the big footprint and the big poopy left in the woods. <laughs> I was like, okay, kids. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, I don't even so, want to know what's going on at your campsite. Uh, I'm just stoked that she believes in Sasquatch. I tell you, you know what I want to get back. If any of the listeners out there are onto this, if you've got a line on an antique set of lawn darts, I feel like my kids are missing out on a whole life or death experience. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. I think we're ready to kick it up a notch. Rusted or not, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Lawn darts. Just tetanus shots before Memorial. Oh, yeah. That would be that would be a lot of fun. I, how did we get away with this stuff? Well, I guess I'm throwing you in the category, but there are, like, movies that you've never... Uh, I can't talk to you. Because I'm too young. You're too safe. I'm too safe. <laughs> oh, no, don't put me in that category. Yeah, no, you're too protected. Oh, no. You, you were probably hugged too much. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, lawn darts, that would be exciting. That would be a good one to get back to. Yep. Um, 
there's always the good old uh, um, and Brian Brian likes this. There's a, a certain kind of bottle that works really good. You fill yeah, it part way with the gas. same thing. Look at now. Now we've just turned it into a whole pyro section. <laughs> but uh, um, obviously, being careful because uh, yes, um, fire is nothing to joke around about. But up here in the Pacific Northwest, things stay really, really um, damp for a really long time. So usually Memorial Weekend, we're we're safe for that. There are no burn bans or anything going on, and, and we make sure that there's obviously a good source of water. Uh, nearby. Boy, those can be fun. Those will catch you off guard. We had one of them go off during a podcast. We did. One of our fireside podcasts scared. Brian's a sneaky little guy. You got to keep an eye on him at all times. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Yeah, you really do. And that, I mean, that's the the beauty of of building these vehicles and going out in the woods is, is all the memories you make around the fire, out hiking, walking around. We did a really cool hike. Um, Kyle's Corner weekend. Oh yeah, that was that was a fun little trek we did. Yes, yes it was. Um, yeah, you just see so many cool things. I mean, it's just like vehicles. I mean, you see a lot of cool things when you're out on the trail and you get to see these awesome obstacles and waypoints. Same thing if you're if you're going to get outside of the rig and do other stuff, just do the research in the area, and chances are you'll find something cool. Yeah, well, and another resource for that is obviously the local community and asking them. You know, the guy, the guy at the gas station, or the person you run into get supplies at the grocery store. You know, the the local uh, insight there is is always helpful. And I think really, you know, this whole podcast it's about perspective. Yeah. You know, on on the opportunities. You know, uh, I I get to camp and I enjoy the time that I get to sit there in the evening and uh, hang out by the campfire and tell stories. And, just listen to the kids talk but you know during the day it's one of those things where you know i could i could sit around it let's go (laughs) let's go do let's go do something right and uh to really just uh make that um a priority so that your kids you know see it and that's the lesson that they learn you know getting out there and trying new things and, and checking out stuff and knowing that hey we might go on this drive and it might dead end and be nothing but you know, part of it's just the company you're with. It's not necessarily the destination. It's it's the trip, and uh, having that to talk about at the end of the day. Right. Hundred percent. The the other thing too, I enjoy. I sure as heck know you enjoy it. Is there's just something about cooking food when you're out camping? Oh yeah. That's just it's good food. We're not talking roasted it's hot therapeutic. dogs over the fire. Oh man, we have gotten so creative over the last couple years. With uh, some of the meals we're having out on the trail, to where I eat better, I think when I'm camping, than right. I do on a, on a weekday at home. Yeah, <laughs> I, d- I definitely put more time and effort into the menu. <laughs> yes, that is that is true. So I mean, it's it's just a great way to test all of your skills and uh, have fun, make memories, do cool things. Yeah, um, and start small. Just start adding stuff in. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be like everything. I, I usually shoot for you know every time we go out, maybe maybe we throw something a little extra into it. Yep. And uh, work up to it. Eventually, you know, the time is acting. Obviously, there's a, a break-even point where you know no one wants to come back from a, a 
a vacation or a trip feeling like they need a vacation or a trip yeah. just to recover from the vacation or a trip. Right. But, uh, right. you know, just uh, paying attention to what opportunities uh, uh, arise and uh, taking advantage of it because you're there. Yeah, and I think a lot of it, too, is, like, really relatable to, to vehicle builds, ironically. You know, a lot of the questions we get are, should we do it in phases? What first upgrades would you do? And like Cooper said, take if you are a complete novice and it's, you know, you're taking your family out camping, like Cooper said, everything comes. Uh, you learn more every trip you go, and eventually you'll have something. You'll have a really good recipe dialed for, for a fun weekend. Yeah. And, you'll, uh, have, you'll have camp dialed. You'll have uh, activities dialed. You'll have food dialed. You'll have the vehicle dialed for how you pack it, how you get there, how you get out. Um, and really, like, our whole theory is... You, you got to make it easier. You're not going to do it. Yeah. So it has to be, um, it has to be well thought out, and and that's that's something that comes with experience, which only happens from doing it. Yeah, exactly. Do you uh, on the topic? Do you have any any big plans on the calendar yet for uh, camping this year with the family? Uh, no, only because they have a really busy sports. Oh, God. <laughs> oh man. Yep, volleyball. Are you going to do the traditional, is it, what's the weekend that you go up to the river? Uh, Memorial. Memorial. Are you yep. going to do that shindig again? Yep, I'll be out there, uh, I'll be out there with uh, the mini coops and uh, Chloe. Nice. Anna's got a volleyball tournament in uh, Seattle, and uh, we're going to have, uh, we're going to have a good time. That'll be awesome. Yep, that way we can send Hannah pictures of how much fun we're having without her. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If you listen to this, Hannah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and happy recent birthday! Yes, happy yeah, birthday to Cooper's daughter, 15, uh, 15 year old. She's already got it in her mind that uh, her first rig is going to be pumpkin. That is my <laughs> favorite thing I've heard you say today. And I was like, "What rig are you going to get her?" Well, she thinks she is getting pumpkin. Yeah, no, she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'll be ready to drive it here in like three months." That's so awesome. Oh, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's scary. That is. Yeah, kids, they grow quick. That's the other thing, too. You don't take the time now to go out and do oh, yeah. do things and enjoy it. Before you know it, I mean, it's weird. It's a finite amount of time. It is. I'm still a fairly novice daughter. My kids are seven and nine. And, man, I feel like they were three last year. Yeah. It goes quick when you're having fun. But the first step is getting out there. Yep. So... On that note, if you guys go out and you're going to go do something rad, take some photos, post them, tag us on our Instagram, America's Off-Road Podcast. That might be worth some swag. You never know what it's going to get you. Tag us in your next camping extravaganza or um, send me some pictures, uh, Kyle at America's Off-Road Podcast.com. Uh, I'd love to share those with your permission. Obviously, we'll, we'll share them for you on our social media out uh we love seeing what you guys are doing with your vehicles but also when your guys are out on the trail and, and camping and um yeah it's just awesome to see what everyone else is doing so make sure you guys send those in you never know what it'll get you shirt hat mug and i'm still on the hunt for the uh old lawn darts yeah and somebody get cooper some some rusty old lawn darts gotta gotta work a little bit of peril into the uh how how big were they? Oh, they were like yeah, big, close like miniature javelins. Oh yeah, and they were they were heavy because you'd have to throw them in. They'd have to stick in the ground. But you 
you put rings down on the ground and throw them up in the air and see who gets closest or in the in the ring. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. The modern ones are just like weighted balls, I think. That was probably the safer approach to using a bow. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> They're like, oh wow. You do it with a bow and they go way up there. You can't see it anymore. Maybe we should make something smaller. Let's take the bone arrow away. And let's and use human force. Just to make a lawn dart. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. The other cool thing, too, is people come up with some crazy games. So if you guys, I know a ton of people when they go camping, they have all sorts of different games they play. So oh, yeah. if you've got a favorite game that we should try on our next trip, uh, send it over to us. If someone doesn't to say us. cornhole, I'll be amazed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every time I swear, I, I see some new game going on. Yeah. Um, so send us some ideas. Yeah. And we'll we'll have a little friendly competition at our next uh, next little, outing. Little outing we go on. Yep. We'll report back how badly Kyle lost. Shoot. So make sure make sure you send games that are great for short people. With, oh yeah. With gills. With, with gills and beards. <laughs> that smell like campfire. That smell like campfire. <laughs> oh, man. oh, boy. And well, uh, obviously, always an open invite for uh, Kevin Costner if he'd like to join us on yep. any of these camping outings. <laughs> bring, bring the tundra. We'll, we'll come to you. We'll go to, I think he's got a place in like Montana or something. Yeah. Where he keeps his tundra and his red canoe. Yeah, it's just, uh, I think, over by... Um, just south of uh, Lolo. Okay, Kevin Costner, you're not that far from us. No. Let's let's make it happen. Let's go camping. <laughs> How cool is that vehicle? <laughs> I'm just daydreaming. It, sound, it just sounds funny when you say it out loud. You say it with such like enthusiasm and vigor. Like like I'm like I'm calling my dad. Yeah, yeah. Know, let's go camping. Me and KC, we're gonna head out and make some memories this weekend. KC and KB, we're gonna go play some lawn darts. <laughs> uh, shoot. Well, folks, we have experienced rain, clouds, sun. It's been great. Howitzer's been comfortable as always. As always, it's a fun truck to drive around in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You guys know you guys know what to do. Leave leave a like. Give us a comment. All oh, these poor people in front of us looks like something's going on. Yeah, she's got an Alfa Romeo and it's not happy. Not happy. Does she know the motors under the hood? Yeah, she probably has a plan here. <laughs> I hope she's got a plan. Should we offer to push her into this parking lot? Yep. Let's do it, folks. We'll see you next time. We gotta go help this stranded lady behind us. Peace out. Adios.